What's up? This is All Up In Your Biz and I'm Yvonne Trakian. This season, I'm talking to doers, believers, and most importantly, manifestors. They have launched products, built communities, and above all, believed in themselves and believed that anything is possible. So listen up, and you never know, you too might start manifesting your dream life. Kim O'Sullivan, I am about to get all up in your brow biz. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm so ready. (laughs) Okay, Kim, brow babe, manifestation queen, cheerleader for every woman in every business, mom of three, in Brown Thomas, started there, and it has come full circle. Your product is now there. But let's go back. You were pregnant with a baby, your first one, and I heard you say, which is the second card in the pause penny manifestation box, your why. Your why has to be strong in order for you to fulfill your dream. Can you take us back? Yeah, that even makes me emotional because that is that one word, why, it's just what it always keeps me going. Like even last night I was with my husband till ridiculous o'clock, just going through brow eight stuff. And it's always my question to myself. I talk to myself a lot. Why, why, why am I doing this? And I just need to give myself that clarity. Like I'm doing this because of for whatever reason. So when you said there the why, I think that every everybody should ask themselves that question daily. Like why, why do I need to do this? Or why, um, why do I have to follow my dream? You know, what, what's going to drive me? It's always your why. Going back to your question, my why was why must I leave a job that I was really happy in, which was Brent Thomas, and I'd been there for many, many years. Um, and why must I take that plunge, that really scary plunge and leave a very stable job and go out on my own? And my why was just simply put, my life as it was just didn't serve me in so many ways, whether it be financially, emotionally, etc. Because every day was a struggle, um, a struggle to pay the bills, a struggle to, a struggle to understand where my current situation was going to take me. I.e., was it going to better our life by ours? I mean, myself and my son Callum. Um, so for me, it was a my why for getting out of this lovely, pleasant, stable job was because it didn't serve me anymore. So my why ultimately was to to make a better life for myself, of course, but mostly for Callum. So every, every time I made a decision was, I, a question asked was why? Why must I do this? Although it terrifies me and I don't even have a clue how to do it, why must I do it? And my why would be always because Callum deserves that. Callum deserves to know that there'll always be a roof over his head or that, you know, I can buy a bike for my Christmas <laughs> Christmas time. So why, to ask myself that why question always did and even to this day always serves me so well. But at that time, because uh, I know you've shared this before, you not only had Callum, but you were a single mom. Yeah. You broke up with your partner or you and your partner broke up during your pregnancy Mm -hmm. and you know when it's the first baby which I'm sure you found Mm -hmm. with uh, Alex Mm because you're with your new part your husband Mm now your first baby you're so excited about or you should be so excited about and they take such good care of you your partner should I mean second third child they don't really care anymore (laughs) they forget you're pregnant but those emotions like how how did you just pick yourself back up again like to be pregnant and go through a breakup and get yourself to work like what was it in you um there's so much there isn't there like I could nearly dissect that and spend a whole day just talking about that so 
with my first pregnancy, what, like you said, should be so exciting and a time to celebrate, I was just, in my head, all I kept saying to myself was, I, wh- why is this happening to me? Like, how am I at this stage where I'm a single mom, I'm a good person, I was a great <laughs> partner. Like, I, I never wanted this. I never wanted to be a single mom who doesn't have, like, I, I was, like, at the time, living in my mom's slash living with my partner well in my partner's most of the time but we i didn't have a home essentially and for me being pregnant at that that time in my life was terrifying because um i was almost turning 30 so i was 29 and uh, happy enough for my job but i very much though wasn't ready to be a single mom you know um and i was just it was such a sad time like I'd go into work and I'd I always whatever it was that I was working at whether it be when I worked in Paco in the Blanchardstown shopping centre or when I was working in Brown Thomas I always gave it my all like when I was in work I like that was my happy place you know I'd look after clients I'd be playing with makeup doing makeovers what I loved most but I was I was so scared I was so sad I was so I wasn't angry I was just I was just terrified I was so scared um and I was really hurt because I was so mad in love with this person or so I thought um and I don't know as my mom and my sister there's only three of us myself my mom and my sister um were very very close and from the moment I I knew I needed to leave that relationship we just went into action mode like my mom said okay we're going to get your stuff today we're going to move them out and right from the get-go we were just ready like in that my mom's like I'm here I'm by your side the whole time you're going to stay with me until you find your feet and you're not on your own you've got this so I had their support and I just threw myself into that and just you know getting through the pregnancy well when ultimately if there's anyone listening to this who's pregnant and who's on their own I feel once you give birth to your little angel it's not as scary as you think you know you're you don't I didn't think of myself as a single parent anymore I just I just thought of it as myself and Callum against the world so once I gave birth to Callum all that fear and anxiety and sadness essentially did start to dissipate although I was still like not it wasn't an ideal situation being a single mom I thought I was going to walk up the aisle at 30 <laughs> like live a happy life anyways had Callum and I was just in my own little bit bubble with Callum and I threw myself into work and what I mean by that is is I still worked in Brown Thomas but I was like so how can I like ultimately you know over the space of the next few years it's obviously not going to happen overnight how can I build a beautiful life for myself and Callum and um, and it wasn't I wasn't just thinking financially I was just thinking like freedom wise you know that I can spend this time with them and that I'll have this I always say my idea of happiness is a clear horizon one that I don't have to worry about where my next paycheck comes from I don't have to I don't have loads of worries or stresses on my plate. I was like, how can I build a life where I've got a clear horizon? You know, that everything is figurable, outable, you know? So once I had Callum, I was like, look, this is the reality of it. I'm on my own, but I have Callum. I have a beautiful family and I have great friends. I am just going to do what I love most. That was doing makeup and talking to people and working with people. And I'm going to immerse myself in that. And the days I'm not working in Brent Thomas, I'm going to take Callum, or t- going to take Callum, I get mixed up with their names, Callum, Alex, <laughs> um, I'm going to put Callum in the car seat and he's going to come with me, um, or not the car seat, the maxi cozy, and I was renting a chair in a salon, I'll bring Callum with me, I'll do my few clients at the weekends, and that's that extra little bit of money that I'm not, like, scraping the end of the bean tin, essentially, so... From the moment I had Callum, I just went into what's the word like action mode or um, survival mode, I suppose. And I never for a second allowed myself to, well, one, feel guilty or feel sorry for myself, like I'm a single parent. I never 
um, I'm always kind of a glass half full person anyways, but I never allowed myself to get um, sad or um, too worried or too stressed or too miserable. If I felt on a Saturday evening when Callum would go to bed and I was sitting at home on my own, wishing maybe like I had a partner, um, I was like, no, like, like, don't, don't be miserable, don't be sad, sit down, read a gorgeous book, listen to something lovely at the time there weren't really podcasts it's like I used to listen to Oprah or Louise Hay you know so anytime I felt I was going into a dark hole or feeling sad for myself I'd just snap right out of it I'd force myself to it's like going to the gym with your mind you have to exercise it and work at it that if you're feeling sluggish or you know negative or not so good about yourself or life you just have to try and switch the channel and that's what I really focused on and I suppose that's when my love and my understanding for visualization or positive thinking really kind of sprung into action because I needed it more than ever. It's like when you're in the darkest place, that's the one time you probably go to church to say a prayer <laughs> because you're like, oh my God, what can I do? Anything, you're clinging on to anything, you know? Um, that that's when I really delved into positive thinking, mindfulness, um, manifestation I'd write everything down yes yeah and I know this because mm-hmm. I followed you from Kim like mm-hmm. I am useless with makeup and you know this yeah. and my friend Mona sent me in to oh, this Mona. tall blonde babe with the gorgeous teeth and the gorgeous eyes in brown Thomas you have to go into her so Mona. I went into Kim and I just looked at you and I was like who is this person and from then on any night out which I didn't go out that often because it was very boring I was always in the gym Kim would do my makeup. For my hen, Kim would do my makeup. For my wedding, you came all, think about it, 2015, you came down to Kerry to do my makeup. There is not a chance if I was getting married today, you would be able to take the day off and go down to Kerry. Like, you can't get in with you for like two years. You've just exploded. And I love that you've given us the backstory of how tough it was Mm -hmm. because you could have just sat at home and felt sorry for yourself but I followed you from Brown Thomas into Preen into the Hive then the basement of Fitzwilliam Square and you had lovely little jellies for everybody and remember you always had Pippa O'Connor's book on the coffee table inside and now you're upstairs Mm. like in in like in a much bigger space and now another thing to add to your list brow aid like you're just unstoppable <laughs> it's just it I really am like I went into Brown Thomas and I saw the products in there and I literally just wanted to jump mm-hmm. for joy That's because I don't think people realize the journey Pe- people mm-hmm. think boom you know easy for Kim yeah she's got like Pip O'Connor and she's got Bo Williams it's easy for her to you know, launch this fabulous product and every person want to use it. Mm. But that's because you've, this has been a long time coming. So how did Browie start? Like, go back, like, how did you start with the product? Where did it all manifest in your mind? So let me think about that for a moment because I managed to try to manifest so much of it. So so when I started on my my kind of manifestation journey I would only focus on one thing at a time and for me at the time it was when I worked in Brown Thomas I had no money but I would see people come into Brown Thomas the most beautiful clients with beautiful bags and to me at the time when I worked in Brown Thomas if someone came up to buy their Manny Luminous Silk for at the time was 33 pounds I like, oh my God, they have 33 pounds to spend on a makeup. Like, wow. Like, uh, to me, that was like, I always thought, I'm going to have that money. I'm going to be able to go into BTs and buy whatever I wanted. And I always, that used to always, I used to daydream in Brent Thomas every day. Like daydreaming slash visualizing. <laughs> that like, that's, I never for a second doubted that I will be in that place that I could go into BTs and, pick out whatever no sorry not whatever I wanted I mean go in and be comfortable enough that I could buy a foundation (laughs) for 50 euro um or a beautiful perfume so it initially was 
for me, the dream and the goal was that I go out on my own, that I have a really good, solid client base, that I can um, kind of gently ease my way out of that stable job, Brian Thomas, and into, you know, working on my own. Because at the time, freelance was a scary thing. There were very few freelance people, whether it be hairdresser, etc. you know, and everyone was telling me you cannot leave a stable job where you've got a monthly income because you have a child and at this time I was paying rent I had moved out and I was like I just need to do it I need to take that plunge so at the time there was no product kind of manifesting the back of my head it was just to be doing what I love i.e makeup and a bit of brows at the time um, and that was my sole focus and that's all that was on my vision board or like in my my little notepad I always have this with me a notepad and I always write in my my aspirations and my goals yeah you're the write it to invite it yes I always yes, write it to invite it. it and um so when that you know that dream and that hope did transpire into something real the Dublin Makeup Academy and it grew legs and I took on staff that's then when like having my own product kind of started to um ignite a flame almost in me and I knew when I started to think about a product like I'm not ready yet because one I don't have the financials to do it because it's you need the money and two I'm just not ready life is busy and I don't even know where to start to be quite honest because it is you don't know who to ask or who to go to um so I knew I wanted a product and years back so I started working on brow age when COVID hit in 2018 but for about three or four years prior to that I was starting to think okay what products are not on the market but are very much needed or what products are on the market that people love but I know I can do better or just from doing brows all day every day I know what textures work on brow hairs or on skin and I know what doesn't work I know what clients want most importantly and I know what they don't want in a product so the years in the build up to planting that seed I suppose that now is brow aid I was really thinking about it you know and then when COVID hit, just before COVID hit, I signed up to an amazing program called Going for Growth with KPMG. And what this program does is it takes you, a, a mentor essentially will take you on board, take you under their wing and guide you into um, growing your business or um, making your, I suppose your career goals kind of come to fruition. Um, and my mentor at the time was Uno Hagen of Mars Pharmacy, who to this day is still my mentor and such an incredible career cheerleader and support system. But it was Una that set me down and was like, okay, your business is doing brilliant. Your training academy is doing brilliant. What's the one thing you would love to, co like to come from this program? I was like, I want to do a product or a range of products. I've no idea of the name. I've no idea where they're going to be made. How do I even find out where they're going to be made? And she's like, I'll help you. So COVID hit like a month or two later, which was in the weirdest way, a blessing in disguise because it forced me with all my free time that I would not normally have. The business was closed. My training academy was closed. Um, and because I'd no source of income, because all my income was service-based, I had two things from that, that the fear of the business being closed, it nearly ignited this flame, like I need another source of income, that if anything was to ever happen, that my businesses fold, my teaching, my training academy, and the brow, like the Dublin Makeup Academy, I have no other form or stream, like revenue stream. So I need this product and I need it to work and I need to get it off the ground now that if COVID hit again or for whatever reason. And Tony Robbins always <laughs> says you need like, I, I, went, I went to Tony Robbins years ago. I know, you told ago. me and you walked on the fire and everything. Yeah. I remember you telling me that. But yeah. without, I'm not forgetting the story I'm telling you, but just really the one thing that I took from doing this Tony Robbins event was that he was like, you need to build 
financial freedom that if you're going up the the ski lift to the ski slope you know you know in your bank account by the time you come back down there's like however much money in your account you need to find a source of income that when you're not physically there it's bringing in money so that that's what was a driver for me as well like i need a source of income that and i'm not money hungry but uh, by any stretch of imagination but like sense prevails isn't it like i need a form of income that if my business shut down i can pay the mortgage etc so um said okay let's work on the product your business is closed let's throw everything into this brand and we'll make it work and that was great to have the free time however of course all the factories globally whether it be in italy or korea were shut down too so i couldn't go to visit factories so it was a very slow burner so what should have taken like a year year and a half to bring Broway to the marketplace took <laughs> three years so i worked on it from 2019 or is it 2020 i started working on it like softly so in 2019 2020 we really started putting the money behind it and, and getting um products made and prototypes done etc and it's only obviously in may that it launched so it was a slow burner in many sense the word because it was a slow burner in that when i was ready to make this product COVID it struck and the war came into play that it it was slow but also in the sense that i wanted to do it for years before that but just didn't have the finances perhaps or i wasn't ready so brow aid has been something that's been <laughs> wanting to come to life for many many years yeah and you know what I've learned over the past while talking to entrepreneurs is that I feel like the universe tests you and says if you've you've got to wait for this Mm -hmm. are you going to give up the manufacturers are going to close are you going to still stick with it when you could have just said oh look you know it's obviously not meant to be mm-hmm. because the manufacturers are closed and mm-hmm. I can't get the product made. I'll just park it for a while mm-hmm. and I'll go back. But I just have this belief now that the universe will throw you these challenges mm. and then they're like, do you really want it? Mm. Do you really want it? Yeah. And when you have that patience mm-hmm. and you're not like, you know, like I need it now, forced I need it now and you yeah. let it go and it's mm. forced, it just all comes together yeah very much so i think it's like anything in life when you want something you want it to work you'll move mountains to make it work if you have no job for example and you need to pay bills you will keep looking for a job until you find one you won't just give up and say i can't find a job like i just i'll park i'll car park it and i'll i'll do it again when you have you need something for whatever reason whether it be you need to pay bills or it's just this passion and this burning desire to want it you won't give up you'll just keep going yeah it's a given and it can't but not work because when you put your all into it in every sense the words like your energy your time your focus your money you just keep going i'm sure if it was easy we'd all be doing it whether it be a brand or a particular you know career move you just have to work 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 don't you If you, like some of my guests, have your own product or are manifesting launching your own product, how do you visualize yourself running your business? I hope your vision doesn't involve frantically stuffing and shipping boxes from your house or garage when a top fulfillment center like Autofulfill could be handling this for you. This means that you're doing so well that someone else is taking care of your orders while you sip your coffee and plan your next growth goal. If you're looking to grow and scale your online orders, think Autofulfill, our podcast sponsor. You chill, they fulfill. Hey, let me give you a quick manifestation tip. It's called subscribe, like, and share, share, share this episode. And I know what you're going to say. Yvonne, how is that a manifestation tip? So here's a little secret. The more you support others, the more the universe will support you. So when you share this episode, say to yourself, I am a super manifester. And remember, keep sharing. Happy manifesting. Yeah, I, and it's so it's so true because I think no matter what, you're going to have down days, you're going to have challenges. Yeah. 
What does a brow aid down day feel like for you? Like just a day where you're like, oh God, like this is tough. Yeah. You know, I think we all yeah. have them. People think, yeah. oh, look, she's, you know, this is phenomenal. She's launched. She had an amazing launch party. Anybody who's anybody in Dublin was there. Mm. You know, and you look back at those and you think, wow, that's amazing. Mm. But I don't know if you remember this, but a year ago, almost, mm. you posted on Instagram and you had tears. Do you remember? There was some award. Mm. And you said, this is the picture I sent my mom when she asked me how it went. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like we all go through mm. tough, tough yeah. times and yeah. tears. Yeah. And you know what? I try to never spend too much time late. I always own my emotions. Like if I'm feeling sad, I won't try and like you know this kind of toxic positivity that I try and just snap out of it yeah. like I own my feelings if I feel I need to cry I'll cry but I'm like Kim it's not so bad you know tomorrow's a new day or this is I always say figure relatable so I always own my emotions but I never let them eat me up you know that I'll just I'll, I'll own them I'll accept them I'll figure out god why am I feeling like this why am I anxious why why is this upsetting me so much I'll figure it out, I'll own it, I'll have a good cry, or I'll have a, a yap with my friends or my hubby, and I'll move on then. So with, you know, to answer your question with Brow Aid, Brow Aid for, like, there's three products or like eight SKUs. It's so, there's so much work to it. It's blown, blown me away. I, I, I never anticipated that it would be so time consuming, which is brilliant in a sense, because it's doing so good, but it's, it's, um, it's so time consuming. Like, and my husband is very much involved now. He's in banking, finance, and his job is very full on. He's very early starts and he works late. And the two of us are putting so much time into it. And there will be days where I'm like, oh God, how are we gonna work this problem out? Or like out of stocks when I initially launched, I didn't think it would sell through so quickly. I'm like, we need more product, but the manufacturer can't make it quick enough. Or so there'll be times when you're like, oh God, how are you gonna make this work? Or how are we going to solve this problem? Especially when you go into retail settings, you're trying to not only make yourself happy and like to have the brand do well, but you want it to do well for their sake, you know? So there'll always be days where I'm like, oh God, this is a lot of work and a lot of stress. And um, ultimately it's going back to the why like why like why did I initially want this this is something I've dreamt of so when I have tough days I'll just I never get too too bogged down I'll try and work it out if I can't work it out tomorrow I might work it out with a fresh head or I'll ask someone else you know I've loads of people to help me which I'm so blessed to have and every day like I was saying I own my emotions every day I do this thing <laughs> I saw it on the Kardashians. <laughs> I thought I actually watched the Kardashians. I saw this thing years ago. I was like, that is so clever. And I get Callum to do it as well. Where every evening we we pick the peak of our day and the pit of our day. So I'll, every day I'll have a pit, but there'll always be a peak. And vice versa. If I've had a peak of my day, there'll always be a pit that you need to pay attention to as well. Because you need to recognize it, don't you? And not like shrug it under the rug. So every day I always figure out in my head and write it down in my little book, what's my peak and what's my pit. And again, I'll address them. And that's th I always like, not give thanks in a holy religious way. <laughs> like, thank you, Jesus. I always <laughs> Amen. say thank you, you know, like I really yeah. do. And my husband still like, we're married however many years, I actually don't know. But <laughs> like, he'll still say, oh my goodness. Like, I always say thank you universe for, this car parking space right outside Dun Jerome Shopping Centre. Thank you, universe, <laughs> yeah. for like my brand that is doing amazing. Or thank you, universe, for like getting to sit down and talk to friends like I am now with you. So I always thank the universe for the good. And then if it's a pit, and it, like some days there'll be loads of pits, and maybe I have to look really hard for one peak. But again, I'll own them and like. Yeah, and I firmly them. believe that manifestation starts and ends with gratitude because mm -hmm. no matter what, mm -hmm. like even when I, um, I remember like, and 
it's just I'll, I'll put this I don't know if I'll be able to read it but I might get emotional but um, you wrote this oh my god oh. 13th of August 2020 one I Kim I still remember where I was on this day one more to adore I feel like the luckiest lady alive I have two earth angels who fill my life with so much love and meaning and purpose to be so blessed once again is extra special. I count my blessings at least a dozen times a day. This is a part. <laughs> like it just, it's very hard posting this because I have a very, I have a few very special friends and clients who are in my thoughts as they are on their own very difficult baby journey. I'm thinking of you all and I'm sending you so much love and light and mm -hmm. I pray your journey has a happy ending. Mm -hmm. We are almost halfway there and it's a girl. To say, I left the house, I was walking to Boca and I cried. I, but it was not tears. I was so sad yeah. because I had just, Polly had just passed away. Mm -hmm. Little did I know a week later I would find out I was in with you the week before, and I was like, is she pregnant? I wonder if she's pregnant. But we were talking everything about Polly, everything, yes. right? Yeah. That she had passed away. Mm, I remember that. And I, remember. I just remember thinking, okay, everybody has to have their joy. And when they're pregnant, it is your joy. Mm. But for someone to step in and say, but I'm also thinking of you, people out there, my clients, who I'm sure share every detail of their life and their story with you, mm. that I'm thinking of you also. My husband was walking with me. He's like, why are you crying so much? I was like, but nobody's ever posted. That is your, I just think it sums you up as a person and your true essence. And I was mm. thinking about how, you know, like a lot of the times people say, women at the top, we've got to be tough and we got to be bossy and we've got to be. But you are an empathetic leader. And mm -hmm. I think it's serving you so well because your clients love you mm -hmm. and they adore you. And yeah. Mm -hmm. But that, like, and then I found out like two weeks later, I was pregnant with Penelope Aww. and that was the hardest pregnancy but anyway back yeah. to you yeah. back to you um Aww. you've got the three kids right so yeah. you've got Callum you've got Alex and you've got Indy and Simon yeah and I know you have got like look it's the Dublin Makeup Academy I have to tell you a funny manifestation story about him but you go on if this is well, in a few minutes I was in your chair and I you say blissfully married to a man I manifested and I believe that I helped you manifest him <laughs> because I'm almost sure that I was sitting in your chair and I have this obsession with cards, right? That like, like I'm proud of you or well done. I bought it for myself whenever my business does decide to take off. So I get these cards and cards for myself that say oh, these things sorry. for the future. So do I. Hold on a sec. What does your card say now? Your my global. next card is... Um, congratulations, because I'm learning how to drive. So this is <laughs> this is my card to myself. Okay, so there's your manifestation <laughs> tips there, yeah. folks. If you want something, buy yourself the card for it. And look, I've got all the bracelets here. That's so funny. Grateful. But I'm almost sure, like a crazy lunatic that I am, I, you were telling me about your wedding. You mm -hmm. hadn't met him yet, mm -hmm. but you were like, this is the dress I like. This is the veil I like. This is the type of wedding I'd like. And I'm almost sure, yeah, what, I think it was that I sent you an engagement card, but like imagine that. Saying yes. congratulations. Oh my God, yes. I bet you I still have that. Yes, I remember. <laughs> it's so good to have it's a person that you act yes. like such a lunatic and it's okay. I know, I know. We're a bit more accepted in today's society because loads of people are into it. But I remember years ago, I used to go into me and Preen and you were telling me you were going to, um, to Zurich to pick up your ring your engagement ring and you weren't even engaged <laughs> and like all the girls in the salon thought me and you were like crazy <laughs> so we manifested things but at the time how many years ago is this like 2018 it was only starting to take off wasn't it yeah because it's become very trendy <laughs> yeah trendy now my friends would have always said and my sister and my mom 
Kim, we love that you're so like you're so positive about your hopes and your dreams and your goals. These I see you live in la la la. Because <laughs> I was always like, oh, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. I'm going to meet this person. And I wrote down what I want in a husband. Like so many different aspects, whether it be how they look physically, how they are emotionally, mentally, financially, etc. Um, and the one thing I didn't write was his hair. And he's no hair. <laughs> That's so, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> it's so funny because I went to a talk with Mike Dooley, who was in The Secret. Oh, yes. And I was dating I all these guys and nothing. I was like, no, no, mm. your universe, you're bringing me the wrong mm. people. Mm. And he said, I was always going after a gym guy, you know, mm. some guy in the gym. Because that was your passion. Because that time. was my passion. Mm. Sure, we were in the gym together. You know, like I had mm. Vinny, you had another mm. uh, coach. But anyway, I went to this, this talk and he mm. said, stop choosing the person and write down the qualities mm. so i remember writing down financially independent mm -hmm. uh sporty which mm -hmm. sometimes i wish he wasn't so sporty um emotionally uh, stable emotion yeah <laughs> like and very supportive of me and my yes. career yes so i he always he's just so supportive of me but yet he'd be like manifestation yvonne like you're a lawyer, you're a corporate lawyer, you're talking about manifestation, it's a bit woo-woo, but, but I feel like you have the same thing that like you've all this drive and goals, but you need that person to back you also, even if they're not into it themselves, they might not support manifestation, the yeah. word, but they support you and your dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so important, yeah. I suppose that voice of reason as well that if you know the reality of it is is that you you sometimes can want something in your life you might want to manifest whatever it may be a career a car a baby and just at the time it's not meant for you at that point in time so all the wishing and hoping might not it might not come to fruition you know at that point in time um and I know Simon would have always said, and still does, like, like there's all, like, don't be hurt or disappointed or upset if this doesn't happen. Like, if you don't win an award or if you, if you don't, you know, the manufacturer can't make that particular product or whatever it may be. I'm just thinking of random things in my head. It, it, it might not always work out then. It will down the line if it's meant to be. So to have a partner that supports you emotionally and, you know, in your hopes and your dreams, but also is that voice of reason that's like, look, if it doesn't go as you had hoped it would go or you had dreamt or written it would go, oh, your face. Um, <laughs> it, it's, you know, I'm there by your side. I'm there to mind your support and you're, you're, it's, you're amazing. <laughs> it's like to have that support system in every sense of the word. Yeah. So and my problem, my problem with, oh, we are throwing colors around here. It's a sign. Um, don't worry about these. It's cheap ones. Um, uh, that Vahan is like, Yvonne, I want to see your financials. Like, and, I'm, and I am such a manifester that I'm like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I'm the same. And for me, and I tipped on it earlier, money has never driven me. It's not a driving force. It's really, really not. And I like nice things like nice makeup or a nice bag, but it's never be my driving force and I, I wanted to build the Dublin Makeup Academy that I could go into a, a working environment that I loved you know I had lovely people etc it was not to make loads of money and like that with Brow Aid I was like I you know came up with these products and brought them to the marketplace not to hopefully make loads and loads of money because it's a dream it's a passion I wanted for a long time and it's a like if it makes money it's a bonus it's amazing but it's never been the driving force that i do things and i don't think about them and then it's simon who's in banking and finance he'd be like hold on a second <laughs> like you, you can't do that you know whatever it may be and um, because it's just financially it doesn't make sense it's too much money you know it might be a pencil that i'm trying to manufacture that you know per unit cost um once you introduce packaging and logistics, you don't, you're, you're not going to make money on it. You're actually going to lose money on it. I'm like, no, but I love the product. It's an amazing product. It's like, you need to make sense as well. Like, like it has I to I know, work. and I think that people underestimate the cost of things. Mm. Like, we were even talking about 
oh, you were over messaging saying, where did you get your bags made? Remember that but before you launched? And I was like, it is so, like, when I now get a product in the mail, I'm like, look at this box. Look at the interior box. Look at this little sticker. Look at this, um, you know, little card. Everything costs mm. the, the... The tissue paper. Everything the costs yeah, money. Yeah. And you would be surprised. Mm. Postage. Everything. Mm. And people don't realize the cost. They're like, oh, yeah, box bag. Throw it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. I love packaging. I think when I buy a product, I get excited about opening it. So there, I, there are people who will appreciate it, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> but it's all money. It's all money. Anna Daly said the exact same thing to me. You know, she makes that she's got little bliss. And I was, and she said, I know all the packaging, but I'm telling you, I got some packaging. We talked about the Kardashians, a sweater from them. And it came in a plastic bag and it said, I wore it one day going into, it was like, Kim is my I lawyer. remember this. Oh my God. It's, I wonder if we can even put this on the podcast. But anyway, I remember thinking like, Genie Mac, no wonder they can charge $150 for something. No nice packaging, nothing. Because that's just the name. But anyway, you know, it's, but, okay. But Kim, you've got three kids. You've got a husband. Do you ever switch off? I try to. Like, I try to be, like, mindful that if I'm in the sitting room in the evening time after dinner and I'm sitting on the couch with Simon and the kiddies are playing and they're saying, Mammy, do this with me, or I try not have my phone, you know, or if I go to check an email and it's just nearly second age now, I feel like I have to be constantly checking there's like the Dublin Makeup Academy email, there's the Fee Academy email, there's the Rare <laughs> email. Um, I, I nearly just, I had a habit pick up my phone when the kiddies are around. I'm like, no, hold on a sec. That's not fair. I need to put my phone away, spend a solid hour with them without any sight of, of any phone. So I try to be in the moment when the kiddies are there. And the kiddies go to bed. Like, God love Simon. I just, I, I just, it's work. Like, and it's, it has to be like that for the next while. And um, when I'm on holidays or I'm out for dinner with Simon, let's say, or I'm with the kiddies, I, I put my phone away. I try to, um, but at any spare chance I can get, it's work. So I try to switch up as much as I can. So when I say work, I love what I do. It, it, it like excites me, it drives me, you know, and even if it's a stressful day and I've, I try to switch off, um, but when I have to work, I like it, as long as you see the results, it's like if you put the work in, you get the rewards out of it. So there's so how it usually works is and I try to wind down at the same time as my husband and, and go up to bed at the same time with them and um, be on the same kind of schedule, whether it be breakfast or like settle down for the evening. But most of the time, kids go to bed. Simon goes to bed and he's like, are you coming up to bed? And I'm like, I'll be up in 10 minutes and it could be 2 a.m. and I'm working. Whether it's researching new manufacturers or just getting content together to post the next day. And as at the moment, it's just me, whether it be with Browade or the Academy Devs, my sister is a studio manager, but everything else I do. So um, I hope we will get to a stage where there'll be more people there to guide me and help me and do some of the things. But um, I try to switch off. <laughs> so you're going to bed at 2 a.m. And what time could you be getting up at? You've got three kitties. I actually, I'm an early person, so I don't mind getting up. <laughs> so you're right. You run on little sleep, Kim. Yeah, and so I'm very kind. When I say I'm up at two a.m., I'm not trying to, um, you know, because um, you're working. I'm it's not trying to say that this is how other people should work at all. It's just how I work and how I operate. I work best at night time and... Yeah. yeah, and everybody works differently. But mm. I think that what people need to understand is if you are building a business, if you are building a brand, it takes hard work. Mm. You didn't just write this down, big brand, and it appear for you. Mm. Like, look at how hard you have to work and sacrifices... Yeah do need to be made yeah you yeah. know yeah absolutely 100% so we're gonna get to the final questions my favorite question okay let's see your number one business tip 
for someone who wants to start? What would you tell what would you tell someone? I would so you haven't asked me these questions before, so that's why I'm pausing to think. Yeah, so take two time things. One just feel the fear and do it anyways. Like I think um Richard Branson said, like if you don't know how to do it, just say yes. Just go for it and you'll figure it out. So just feel the fear and do it anyways. You don't need to have a business plan, you don't need to have a source of income, etc. Just just start, just do it. And one million percent without a question I believe in yourself and believe you deserve it and that that's the case for manifesting it's one like you have to like think it into existence but you have to believe you deserve it so if you want if you have a business aspiration or you want to set up whatever it may be you have to believe you deserve that you know and obviously believe in yourself and your ability and and whatever skill set it may be but just to believe that you deserve that and um, believe you deserve that just do it feel the fear and do it anyways I love those too and be patient just be patient just take it a day at a time if it's a client based industry just put all your energy and time and love into that one given client at any one given time you know like treat them like they're the only person that's within your business I suppose treat everybody like Give them that extra special touch. Yeah, and I think patience. When I was working in a law firm, my boss told I had a review and he told me, you're very impatient. And I was like, I know. And I think people who are real go, 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 do, 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 mm -hmm. they want to see quick results mm -hmm. or they'll want to quit. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like that. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, if this isn't going to just take off and explode, well, then I don't want, I, it's, I just want to cut it out now and just stop. I know. I know, but you it's can't. human nature. Isn't it's it? human nature. Yeah. yeah. The best thing you've manifested? I suppose what I spoke about earlier, I feel like I've manifested the life I want, like a clear horizon that I have my beautiful family, I have my businesses that I've built. And at the moment, at this very point in time, as I'm sitting here, I have a clear horizon. I have no big stresses or fears or anxieties. I can I know my mortgage will be paid at the end of every month I have a clear horizon and that that's for me going back to 2016 that was my ultimate dream you know to have to build a life that I am free like not financially obviously financially, but just free from any worries or stresses and that everything is available yeah. so I suppose and that addresses everything my husband my kids my my job my career I've manifested this clear horizon. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> where do you see Browade? When you visualize oh, and close your eyes and you write it down, oh, where do you see it? And and like a hundred percent, it's global. Like I, it's going stateside. That's how from day one I wanted it, and how I'm working on it is that within the the portfolio or the atelier that is brow aid there's going to be a brow product to suit everyone so it's your go-to brow brand you know everything you want brow related brow aid has it for you so it's going to be for like it dresses all your brow concerns wherever you are in the world mm -hmm. or you whatever so it's a hundred percent going global yeah and when i in, the, in the, the most like I'm not being big-headed, but that's no, just this is what you where have I see to be. it. You have to be like this. Brows are my forte. I've poured my heart and my soul and my passion and my knowledge into them. And I know it's a beautiful brand that works for everyone. So it can't but not deserve to go global. People so will love it. After this, you're going to tell me all the places you want to see it. And I'm going to New York for my 40th in November. And I'm going to go into all the shops. And I'm going to put yeah, Brown there. And I'm going to take lots of pictures for you. Yeah. I'm going to a trade show in New York next month, actually. And okay. I was saying that I said something, I'm going to bring into Sephora and Saks. Um, I don't know if Nina Marks is there, but I'm going to bring them and I'm going to put them on a shelf. And it's I'm, they're going to be on a shelf for real <laughs> in another few years. But it's 100% going to be a global brand, the global go-to brow brand. Yeah, I love that. And yeah. your last question. Yeah. Who are you grateful for? One person that just comes to your mind. Oh, my mom. She's the strongest woman. Like she, she raised us on her own. My when I say it's me, and my mom and my sister. My dad is still alive, but they separated us, and she had a really 
hard life with him. It's a, like it's a whole other story. She's the bravest, strongest, most selfless woman. And that's how I feel that's where I get some of my attributes in many ter- like senses of the word. And that when she she worked two jobs, I wouldn't say three jobs. And at night time, she went to college. Um, so she's the most hardworking woman, but just the most selfless woman with so much like love. And she she's had such a hard life, but she's never let it like eat her. You know, she's always for the sake of us being, you know, positive and happy. And I think that's why you asked me earlier about when I, I when I was bullied in secondary school, it was short. It was for sh- like a year, let's say. And when these bullies were confronted, it was all great and it was all fine. While it was happening, I think that's what kept me strong. I was like, my mom's a tough cookie. She, she got through, like, bullies are mean people. I can get through this. So my mom, without a question of a doubt. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. Thank Kim you, O'Sullivan, yeah. Brow Aid, it's going global, folks. <laughs> And I am going to be cheerleading <laughs> from the know, sidelines yeah, for sure. You're the biggest career cheerleader, Yvonne. I want everyone to succeed. I know. And I just know you're going to go global. I just know it. I know it. I feel it. You do all the right things. I, I, we're so similar in ways. Like we, you know, we read the positive books. We listen to the positive podcasts. Like we mm-hmm. delete the negative mm-hmm. Instagram people. We on we have our down days, but we know that they're going to come up again we do the affirmations we write it down we try and focus on our mindset so i just know you're going to be huge you already are it's super oh, successful no. and amazing but you're going thanks, global Yvonne. you're so good oh it's so good <laughs> oh thanks Yvonne. you're the best <laughs> hey let me give you a quick manifestation tip It's called subscribe, like, and share, share, share this episode. And I know what you're going to say, Yvonne, how is that a manifestation tip? So here's a little secret. The more you support others, the more the universe will support you. So when you share this episode, say to yourself, I am a super manifester. And remember, keep sharing. Happy manifesting.